Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey there, hey there, sexy swingers, crazy kinksters, and consensual non-monogamists. This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Um, unconsensual non-monogamous, y'all should, I mean, y'all can listen, but you should probably tell them, uh, also. That's besides the point. How is everybody? I hope your week has been fantastical. Uh, happy New Year, officially, in, in the time period that I am recording in, um, it's very likely it was the new year already when you listened before. I'm not getting into the timeline shit with you again. I do that way too much. I'm confusing myself. How is everybody? How are you doing? My new year so far has been uh, pretty fucking good. I will say that. Pretty damn good. I've done uh, several shows already. Had some of the sex. Did some podcast recordings. Uh, it's been good. We're, we're, we're happy. We're feeling positive vibes in this 2015. We being me, Billy Presida, your host. Uh, if you're new to the program, this is the podcast where every week I chat with women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, sexuality, and gender. Now, I hope everyone enjoyed last week's special guest, Lady Zombie. Uh, this week's guest is, a, is a, quite the lady who is in... Uh, an interesting conundrum. This week's show is a doozy. Uh, this one's fun. This one I like because it's a mixture of sexiness and sincere love talk. And my guest this week is Sarah. Sarah and I fucked like a year ago almost. About a year ago. Uh, we met at one of Jefferson's storytelling open mics. I reached out to her and said, hey, you're cute. Do you want to get together? And, you know, this is back when I was living in New Jersey still. And, you know, we had some fun. She was a blast. She's uh, interesting. So she, like myself, believes that she's polyamorous, yet we have not really practiced polyamory um, in, like, a practical sense, which for me, I don't think that's what being poly is. I mean, I, th- I, I treat poly as a sexuality thing, so it's not, like, a thing you do. Uh, being in an open relationship is a, is a thing you do. Being polyamorous is more about the way in which your love works, that you could love more than one person at the same time, you know, if it were to happen. I'm not the type who obsessed. Like, if I were to get a girlfriend, I would like a period of monogamy or some sort of, you know, I would not want a period of like, okay, we're going off to date other people right away. I want to like build the trust with this first person. And then... When I trust them, then I would be able to handle us opening things and doing whatever. So she, uh, she is, uh, she's polyamorous, yet she has been doing another stint of monogamy. She has uh, been with a man for about a year now, living with him down in Atlanta. They, they, she's a resident down at a hospital down in Atlanta, so he moved with her, transferred his job. So they can live together. They're hopelessly in love. He's not Polly. She is. She's given monogamy a shot. And, you know, over the past year, I've been keeping track. I've been talking to her. We stay in touch. And she was questioning if she made the right choice. And when she came back up here for, uh, for like, a, for 10 days to New York, 
She told me that there's been some updates. She told me she wanted to surprise me. She wasn't going to tell me what it was. That she uh, she had some big news about her relationship. And, and even then, even now, it's still, even today as I record this, it's still kind of in flux. It's still, yeah, a decision has been made, but there's still some tension. It's very interesting. We kind of just talk through where this relationship is at. And don't worry, in the meantime, we talk about bukkakis and bondage and shit. Uh, so all the all you pervs out there, you'll get your fill. But for us romantics, there's also a really sweet element to this uh, this week's episode. I'm a big fan of, you know, because what happens when you're in a relationship that's kind of in limbo as you both try to see who's going to cave first. So um, let's tune in to my friend, Sarah. Right. Right. All right. Pen. I have that. Mm-hmm. Got a notebook. Here, let's start, like, let's try and move ourselves up the bed. Oh, yeah. Up yeah. the bed. Up the bed. And you then also? I do want a pillow also. My phone's on silent. Perfect. Here's your microphone. Good girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Snuggle cast. Oh. Hi, Sarah. That was a really good wake up call. (laughs) Yeah. I think this is why I don't record lying down because now I just want to go to sleep. (laughs) And I don't know if that's because it's like early in the morning or prolactin or because I'm just horizontal. But (laughs) thank you again for waking me up. You're welcome. That was nice. Yeah. Are you going to tell the folks, the folks at home how I woke you up? Are we recording right now? I oh, know. I said it. That was weird because I I know the answer to that question. <laughs> um, no, well, Sarah. Okay, so well, let's introduce you first, so we have context. So it's not like a random stranger coming into my home. Not that that hasn't oh, happened before, and but, and then that is what happened. <laughs> uh, uh, so Sarah is here on on the show. Hello. Hi. And I have not seen Sarah in like a year. She's been down south doing things. Can I say what you do? Mm-hmm. She's uh she's been down south doing like her residency in in, in south of the Mason Dixon line, and I haven't seen her in a while. And we we hooked up like a year ago, and just we've stayed uh, nice friends since. She uh we'll, we'll get into why there was no hookup really since then. Also, <laughs> but. Basically, she's she's back in New York for a week, and then she said uh, she wanted to wake me up and bring me, like, surprise me with breakfast. And so, like, I left keys out. So I told her, I was like, hey, like, if you, like, surprise me in my bed with breakfast, like, I'll probably still be naked. She's like, yes, all of that, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I, I wasn't aware that's what we were going for. <laughs> so I, I, like, arranged keys to be, like, hidden somewhere, and... Like center instructions how to get into my home and into my room, and uh, woke up uh, to some to to a blowjob and, and got laid in the first like ten minutes of being awake. Blowjob and breakfast. Yes, blowjob and breakfast—a healthy way to start the day. Indeed, and <laughs> and I terrified your roommate, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, it's. I think it's, she'll forgive me. She's a resilient gal. She's uh 
She's not easily scared. I think no. she's just like. Who I'm also are relatively non threatening looking. Right, so, right. There's that. I think she's like. White lady privilege. Billy slutting it up again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so that was, it was very sweet of her to bring me breakfast, even if it had avocado in it, which. If anyone knows anything about me, it's way too colorful. I forgot the to beige. go in my body. I forgot the rule of beige. Beige diet. It's anything tan, and it's fine. You know, and I didn't. I didn't figure out how many points it had either. I could have dealt with that. <laughs> that that you know. Listen, points are kind of my concern. Let me oh. worry about points. Okay, I'll worry. Um, it, but if it's green, no, just beige. Right. So now we're we're lying in bed having like a snuggle cast. Uh, and I'm going to try to keep my hands in proper places while we're on mic. Uh, uh, how you doing? You were, you were not feeling so good last night. Oh, I'm doing okay. So, um, yeah, so my, my relationship situation is very complicated. Very complicated. Very complicated. You, it's even beyond <coughs> Facebook's complicated. We, can I, uh, should I give like a bullet point timeline? Yeah. You were a young married person and a quickly divorced person, became a poly person, banged me for God knows what reason, uh, then uh, tried another bout of monogamy. Yeah, so so essentially I was in the middle of trying to figure out what, what being poly means to me and what it is that I want out of you know, out of romantic or sexual relationships in the in the wake of being with this terrible person for 10 years who was just... You were we don't even need to years? talk about him. Oh, yeah, he's my high school sweetheart. Oh, right, right, that's why, that's why. Because yeah. you're like a young... I mean, she's not like old. She's not like 30, right? Because, hey, no, 30's old. 30's old. <laughs> Although it is my birthday next week. Hey! hey. Big 2-8. Yeah, so so in in the week of this, I was I was trying to figure out what to do with myself, and I've always been a very sexually open and fairly adventurous person, and so I found my way into the poly scene in New York and had had some some like swingerish experiences with my ex husband, which you guys have talked about on the show before, right? The, the uh, swinger swinging? poly distinction. Yeah, yeah, swinging is kind of like a thing you generally do as a couple. And uh, it's know. a lot more like people call it a lot more like wife swappy. Yeah, like it's partner little, swapping. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's it's definitely like it's sexual, and it's about that. It, it was in being open. You can kind of go off do your own thing, and then Polly right. is about you know many loves, multiple romantic right. endeavors. And one of the one of the big things about my ex husband, which was kind of a classic guys who want to swing but don't really uh, want to swing thing is you know it was it was okay if we hooked up with other women but right. the second i got anywhere near anyone else's cock that was like a huge crisis anything that's not mine is bad and scary uh-huh uh-huh really really bad and scary i think i think i blew one guy in front of him and he totally freaked out about it later. like afterwards or yeah during? no later it was like okay he, he would do that it, it would be it, things would be okay in the moment and then he would like go off and rail at me for like 10 hours about something. Jeez. He, he was just, we don't need to talk about him. Okay. He's a bad person. Well, but, let's, let's talk about this person. But anyway, your new, your new so, uh, attempt at, so I was, I was, I was here. I was trying to be, trying to be poly and like figure all this shit out and you know, what is it that I want? And, um, yeah. So then I met in, in the process of that, I met another guy who I was dating 
who shall rename, na- remain nameless or needs or. a code name of some kind. Um, but this is, this is the guy I'm currently with or living, living with. We'll get there. But, um, so I'm, I met him and we were both seeing other people for a while and he's not Polly, but he was doing that thing that New Yorkers that do New Yorkers the casual do. sex. Not dating. the casual, it's just casual like dating, dating multiples. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's like, I don't, uh, I don't have time. I'm focusing on my career. So that's why I date five different people. Right. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. Couldn't you condense that into like the one person? Cause he's in, he's in finance. So also imagine a, a, a little like, Oh, to Wolf of wall street. Okay. Overall, uh, sprinkled over all of that attitude. Well, I mean, which one is he Leo or is he Jonah Hill taking his cock out? Of the party? No, 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 no. Leo. <laughs> definitely, definitely Leo. Okay. But, um, yeah, I watched, I watched it with him. It was actually surreal. He used to work at a place that's like that. Like, exactly. He was like, that actually happened. I've seen that. Okay. I've seen that. Seen that. I was just like, oh, God. Um, but anyway, so, so we dated. We actually met on Christmas, Christmas Eve uh, last year, ex- almost exactly a year ago now. Uh-huh. And I just totally fell for him. And we totally fell for each other. And we're still seeing other people. Um, and then we reached this point where he essentially demanded that we become monogamous, even though neither of us was. Right. And, and I had been open with him about being poly the whole time. And he was basically like, well, I want you to stop seeing everyone else and just be with me. And initially I was like, fuck no. Hmm. Um, and then I was like, wait, this guy is really, really incredible. I, don't know what to do i you know so i said yes and i was like okay i will try and and implicit in this was also the kind of that he would try to open things up for for him but like going that, forward like you know try things mm-hmm. from time to time i think that's like quite the sacrifice it's kind of like you know romantic to say like i will try this for you because that's how into you I am. Yeah. I think it's kind of sweet. Even though at the same time, it's still saying, like, listen, I'm going to basically go against who I am as a sexual being or as, an, as a romantic person for you, which is also kind of sad. Yeah. Well, and, and we, both did, we both did that. Right. Because he was essentially like, I will try being non-monogamous or I will, I will try to wrap my head around the notion of non-monogamy. Yeah, you just toss a threesome in here and there, just sprinkle it out. Yeah, <laughs> that's just not how it works for me. <laughs> no. You're like um, it's a gangbang or nothing. Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, right. All right, of course. So so. Oh, oh yeah, so yeah. Because you were to supposed to. This. Yeah, you were supposed to do the 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 Bukaki Social Club. Uh-huh. He asked me to. He asked me to be exclusive, like two, literally two weeks before I was yeah. supposed to get come all over my self yeah i was like really excited you asked me to be your like Um, stud dude i was was really excited i was super flattered you asked me like listen you're like would you please fuck me in front of a (laughs) bunch of men before they come on my face i'd be like oh my god thank you you. that was so sweet of you because jefferson was like well i usually you know i usually fuck the lady and i'm like jefferson like i love you but we're not really like that and you know what's funny is that uh of all the ones i've been to He's never, it's never been this like ceremonious, he fucks the lady and then we go, we just all just go. That is go. so how he That's described never, it. It's never how it goes down. <laughs> I was so surprised when you said that. Cause like, I think he just really wants to fuck you. I think. That's possible. <laughs> I, that was, that, we can talk to him about that later. <laughs> 
um oh he's amazing now but um so right so so we both had this and he's he's um He's from a traditional, we're both Jewish. I'm from a very American, very Jewish, like culturally Jewish family. You know, we're both, we're both trying really hard to, to, to make it all work. And we really like, we really fell in love. You know, I, I love him. He loves me. He came, he came down to South with me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You guys moved in together like he, super quick. Yeah. He transferred his job. He did. He did do that. And and the moving in together thing is complicated, but yeah. it was mostly motivated by the fact that I work six days a week, ten to fifteen hours a day. Right. And so if we didn't live together, it, it would just be stupid. Yeah, you weren't going to be going every other weekend or anything. It wasn't going to happen. Right. There was the like even if he lived like across town, I just wouldn't see him because he'd be tired and I'd be tired, and like no one would want to get. He'd either de facto live with me or we would never see each other. Correct. Either way. So we yeah. just, we were like, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. Yeah. So, you know, and, and exactly like you say, it's been really, it's been really hard because we're both going against what it is that we identify as. Mm-hmm. And again like i only spent maybe 6 months being actively poly so i never figured out exactly like i don't have the greatest handle on the whole thing mm-hmm. myself so i'm not it's not like i'm looking for a very specific thing that i can explain to him and guide him through it's yeah. not it's not you can't be the guru cuz you no. are still figuring out all that stuff too right and i i know that i want some of it but i don't know what of it so i can't i don't know how to negotiate with the guy i'm with right now right because I don't, I don't know what I'm negotiating for. I don't know what my goal is, and I have to, I have to have a goal. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the way I understood it back um, when we were chatting, um, when you were getting ready to leave, was you know, hey, it's a year long lease. It will be like a, an experiment for a year to see, like, yeah. is monogamy something I'm down to do? Because it wasn't about like the guy, because you were like super into this guy. It seemed like, I mean, and you've described to me before, everything about this dude seems great and fine, except that you can't fuck anyone else. Right. And, and it's not only that, that I, that I can't fuck anyone else. It's like I was saying, but like, he's, you know, he's from a much more traditional family. I'm from a much less traditional family. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cultural stuff behind his feelings about monogamy and how life is supposed to work. Mm -hmm. And he has a lot of, very specific kind of visions i think of of how things are supposed to be and this is all very not that um you know and i think i think also part of it is he's he's much more of a romantic than i am like the the savvy you're, kind you're not a sweetheart he's like me yeah he's a yeah. way he's he's, he's a gigantic kinky. mush oh i'm such a mush um and and sometimes I that just leaves me totally cold and I'm not amused or endeared as I by take it. my hand off of you stop <laughs> doing anything cute no no <laughs> I like I like being cute but it's like it's like he'll be he'll be like oh let me bring you breakfast at the hospital and I'm like babe you don't understand I'm gonna be on rounds like you're just making it complicated yeah. please don't bring me breakfast he's like coffee I'm like no don't drive to the hospital I'll see you when I get home like cuddle me but 
right. not all these things. <laughs> it's like Love Actually is his favorite movie, and he wants to like live oh. Love Actually sometimes. And uh. and it's so I feel like on paper that's what so many women want is to be treated, you know, treated like a princess and feel like you're the most special, important, you know, cared for person in the world. But in actuality, unless you know. If you're not trying to pursue a career, sure, but otherwise, yeah, that's and that's just not my jam. It. I'm extremely independent. I'm very aggressive. I have, you know, I have an edge. Yeah, you do. And and I don't like to be told what you know what to do or how to be cared for. So you know, I'm I'm a little prickly, and I end up feeling like such a huge bitch. You know, <laughs> when when he tries to be, when he tries to do love actually, and I'm you know. I don't know. See, he saw he saw. I'm living in like sideways or some some edgy like <laughs> caustic comedy <laughs> thing, some like cult film. Exactly. See, like exactly. my my love actually though. See, I I'm cutesy wootsy based off of movies, but like my form of cutesy wootsy is like chasing Amy. Oh, okay. Where like it doesn't work out at the end, but <laughs> there's still a lot of sentiment, and you'll see each other like a year later and just make hand and, motions. And there be will like, be many feels. Yeah. Oh, lots of feels. In black and white. And then there will be a fight uh, towards the end because you propose a really bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my idea of a love story. Yeah. I can only hope and dream of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's so, so we've been, we've been doing the living together thing and something, something that I've found about, you know, it's, it's, you're right. It's like a 10 month lease. We're six months into it. And something that I've found is that I don't have a lot of energy because I'm a fucking medical resident and it's, it's legendarily difficult and emotionally complicated. Mm-hmm. And the energy of coming home to someone else and caring for someone else is a lot for me. You're like, I just cared for a whole bunch of people who uh-huh. are actually dying and you're just feeling lonely, like suck it up and shut up. Or like you had a bad day at work <laughs> or sad. you want to tell me that your manager is annoying. Like, I, and it sucks because I genu- genuinely want to hear that normally, but right. I'm an intern. It's it's not working for me right now. I, 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 like, I don't want to hear about it. I just don't. And, and so and now, you know, recently, you know, I want to say in the last like, month or two you've been kind of expressing uh some angst yeah well and i've been i've just been also really uncomfortable going like the the more the more i'm with this guy the more i realize that like he's palpably uncomfortable when parts of my sexuality that i'm really comfortable with come up such as like if I talk about a sexual encounter with another guy and say something explicit, he you say it. cock. Yeah, he wants you to say uh, member or something like Q. His 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 ding no, dong. No, no, no. It's like it's like he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to know. So I'll be like, man, like you're. And I'll be saying something nice to him. I'll be like, man, your cock is so perfect. Like there is totally such a thing as too big. Like. You know, and then you go on a story about like that, and I'm like, God, there was this, took. there was this one guy who like found this one muscle that I will never get back in proper order, <laughs> and it, it actually wasn't that great because I think I know what it's called now because I actually opened my anatomy book to see right. what the fuck was hurting so much. No, like, there, there's like it was like a small pelvic floor muscle that pelvic floor muscle that that got beaten to 
crap and sucked. But anyway, so I mean, I didn't state it quite that explicitly, but like, I like hearing about other people's sexual escapades, and I'll like try to ask him about like what turns him on and like what has turned him on in the past, and he's just really uncomfortable talking about it. He's like a family. <laughs> kind of no but like it's no he'll just be like oh you know like things like stuff with other girls and then i'll be like no but you turn me on like everything you do turns Aww. me on and i'm like oh vomit no <laughs> i want to know what you're into not i'm not asking you to like be sweet i'm asking you to tell me that you like to have your belly button licked or something i don't know it's, or like you want me to dress up in a nurse costume or which i don't do by the way that's one my that, one that's your heart my one hard, hard limit, limit. Our limit won't do that play. Be like, listen, I went to fucking medical school. If we're role playing, I'm being a doctor. Uh-huh. I've said a that. Nurse. I've said that line. <laughs> right? Yeah. People have been like, ooh, sexy nurse. And I'll be like, I no, stop dead. I'm, I'm not like, taking no. your temperature. I'm checking your prostate. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. You ask him his fancy. And he's just like, you know, like a house and two kids and a white picket fence. And you're like, oh, I meant like, I don't know, like anal or threesome. Right, huh? right, right. <laughs> or he'll be like, I'm totally into doing a threesome. And then I'm like, okay, well, how should we do that? And he'll like leave it all in my hands. And honestly, like, I'm... I'm well, in now, a- in that regards, let's be fair. He Is he like a little bit more sexually inexperienced than you? Would you say? That, I mean, it's I mean, hard I not to be. It's hard not to be, right? <laughs> so it's like, oh, you. Um, so to be fair, it's like, you know, if you haven't had a threesome... And well, no, I'm not asking him you to have. arrange it. I'm right, not right, asking right. him to arrange but it. But like, you might asking... have to walk. You might have to hold his hand through something like that. You know yeah. what? What do we know? Yeah, and and part of the hard thing was around the time he was becoming more flexible is when we moved out of New York, so we just don't have a lot of access. Right. And part of it is also that I'm reluctant to take him places because the couple of things I took him to in New York went really, really badly. Really? Okay. Um. So I took him to one of Kenneth's workshops. Do you know? Do you know Kenneth? Um, Asian, Asian, Asian dude. Kenneth. Yeah, Asian Ken- I mean, I don't know him, but I, has, like, I like saying he has, Asian. He has Kenneth. a rap. He's awesome. Um, but Was he, he is um, he's like a personal fitness guy and um, very, very, very poly. Like very involved in the the hacienda scene, and he but like I'm, I'm he sure like I've runs the him. hacienda New Orleans. Oh. Um, partly. Uh, so anyway, so he's he does a lot of like sexual education workshops for people who are actually into sex. So like couples will come and it's not really exactly an orgy, but there's like playtime at the end. But like oh. it's kind of l- like learning your partner and like learning sexual communication, but with like you know pillows and mirrors and stuff. That sounds cool. Yeah, no, it's it's great and it's something that I would be totally into, and it's something that I thought was actually a really great starter project. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Cause it was very non-threatening and he doesn't have to do playtime at the end. Nope. And I told him he didn't, you know, but, um, a lot of the exercises were stuff like the, the men in the room would go line up and the women in the room would line up and like the men would walk in line by the women and whisper nice things in their ears. Like, I really That's like your breath. That's the sweetest thing ever. Or you have beautiful lips or, you know, I love your dress or like you have such a great like sense of sass or whatever. Okay. And was he, and how do you do with that? Okay. That so, sounds like right up his alley. That sounds like so something could, he could nail. Right. Like I don't feel like <laughs> I could have made it easier for him. Yeah. Uh, that, it, that was very gentle. And, and like, go well? so we, so we went in to the party and like there was like a mingle and snack and stuff first. And he literally kept his arm over my shoulders the entire time draped like armpit to fingertips 
around my neck wow. like and he's like a built guy and so that was like a good 10 or 15 pounds of it was a arm way, it was a way of being like the, mine me. mine yeah and i asked him about it after and he didn't remember doing it which is even more disturbing yeah because it's it's in it's in his it's ingrained in him he mm-hmm. was he was physically palpably uncomfortable right and because he did that when guys came around to like say those things to me no one said anything to me what like barely anyone and it was all very 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 g rated which is was not what was what is it was that what it was supposed to be about right so his his total like inner discomfort with all of this makes it so difficult to take him anywhere to be a guide mm-hmm. it's un- it's uncomfortable i don't want to yeah you, you don't know? want a guy who doesn't, doesn't want to go i mean i remember you know when you when you first told me that like hey so I'm like exclusive now yeah and I was like what like <laughs> right um but you know I, I remember we were talking more and not even out of my own self interest but I remember being like I mean I tried not to impose because it's not like we had known each other super long but I was just like I don't know good luck with that yeah I don't know how that's gonna work and 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 I wished myself the same good luck but it's like I got very I don't know swept away by. By the fact that I actually do love him and he he cares for me in a way that probably no one else ever will. And I don't know what to do with that. And we also have really awesome sex. Okay. Well, at least the sex. Like, so, okay. So here's the thing with the sex. We have the best vanilla sex I've ever had. Okay. That is all we do. Right. It's almost, it's, it's like pulling teeth to well, get him to do anything what else. What would you want him to do? Oh, I mean, like, I I like it rough. I like role play i like to fool around you know i just i like to turn it into a game and like i like to tease and you know totally until like i'll tie a guy up and just be like okay you're over there until until you're allowed to not be over there anymore um and so so you kind of can switch it up yeah i like i like which is nice because that gives so many options if you can do both sides of things it allows you so many more like opportunities and things to do. Yeah. Well, and I'm also, I'm kind of, so I was talking to some, some poly friends about this the other day. I've, we were, we were talking about like the service top, service bottom. What is the top? What is the bottom? What is the, what is life anyway, thing? man? What is life? But, it's like um, we're all tops and bottoms and in the middle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. It was, it was kind of like that. But, um, so, um, you know, we were we were saying that all of us, all three of us, are very oriented towards like we get off on pleasing other people, mm-hmm. and and I think you're kind of like that. Oh yeah, also yeah. You know, so sometimes I'm actually very incompatible with people, you know, who are also like that because I remember I think one of the first things I want to do is go down on you. We we're like, I mean, you can, but I don't really mm. like maybe later. Yeah, that wasn't like <laughs> your your chief. Uh, need at the time no yeah and that's like a specific example i give uh, is like i know guys who just want to go down on you for hours and and they get off on you enjoying that and and making you feel wrapped in orgasmic loveliness and it doesn't it doesn't do it for me i yeah. you gotta pound me sorry yeah, or, or something else yeah. i don't know there's a lot of other things on my menu that's not one of them okay but um but i have a i have a girlfriend who um her, the, she's 
she actually identifies as a lesbian but is married to a man. It's it's very confusing. We don't need to talk about it. I, okay. I she has not yet fully explained okay. it to me or herself or her husband. <laughs> but, wait, wait, wait. Did she start self-identifying as a lesbian after she got married or before? Before. Okay. Anyway, so prime but but it's interesting because primarily their their primary sex acts are very much like a lesbian couple. So Do they scissor? I don't know if they scissor. I should it's, ask her that. I still don't know if scissoring is a thing. It is a thing. It is a thing. It is a thing. Can we? Yeah. Can we get a? Okay. Can we get a consensus? Because I remember like there was a big. I don't know. Probably Huffington Post. Because who else would? Um, there's like a big thing online. They were like, it was a video. And it was like, hey, everybody, scissoring is not a thing. And then, then I talked to people like you, and they're like, scissoring is totally a thing. And then it's like, I, I don't fucking know. So, so doesn't matter. I'm not scissoring anyone. So, what do I care? It, I don't. I don't know what what falls under the scissoring umbrella. Like, there's an I've, umbrella. I've definitely. Oh man, there's been... binaries and spectrums. Now we've got umbrellas. Umbrella. Jesus. Okay. It could, it could be. It could be a spectrum. I don't know. Uh, spectrums too. <laughs> I'm all accepting no, I mean, and all that me, jazz, but sometimes it's ridiculous. It's too much. But to me, I like, self-identify just... as a left side scissor. <laughs> Specifically the left scissor. Specifically the left. <laughs> Top left. <laughs> With a 45 degree rotation. Um, no, but but to me, scissoring is just like rubbing lady parts against other lady parts. Right. Which can be very nice, whether there's something in between the lady parts or not. Mm. It, it it is also like one of the most awkward like rhythms to get going. But once you do, is it like really good or is it still weird? Oh, I think it's to to me it's not like um a direct like you stimulate me by scissoring and I'll come. It's just like hot to rub stuff okay. against others. Because there are sexual positions where it's like even if I get in they're hard to get into a rhythm. And even if I get into a rhythm, it's still it's kinda weird. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not that they feel bad. It's just like it still feels like an awkward position, even if I'm in a rhythm. Oh uh, yeah, that that'll depend on the person. Like, like sideways, the, like the spooning position. Like, hey, once I get the rhythm going, I can do it. It still feels awkward, but yeah, it's doable. Yeah, I totally, I totally, I feel you. But um, yeah, I've only definitely like actually participated in it once or twice, and <laughs> and it was more of an incidental thing where we were like squirming around and ended up in a. Like lady part on lady part position. Lady parts. Lady parts. But <laughs> right, it's, back, it's not something I would actively pursue. Right. Back to the boyfriend. Oh, wait. So, you know, so before I do the pre interview, I say relationship right, status, but right. I said, I specifically do not want you to answer that yet. You actually already like spoiled some of it by like. By, by fucking you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, guys, this is also like the first time I've had like a naked guest. On. I have pants on because, guys, I respect you all listening. Uh, but <laughs> apparently, I don't. But she's um, mm, yeah. still in a state of undress. I am. I am. Um, but yeah, um, no. So uh, you kind of spoiled that because I didn't. Yes, I did. But but okay. So, so what's the deal? So here's the deal. Do you still have a boyfriend? I I, I don't know. Oh <laughs> shit! Is that what like all last night was kind of um, about? No, actually. How much drama enough, do you have going on? Uh, I have I have multiple fronts of drama. One okay. of there there are like three fronts of drama. One of them is my own personal front that has only to do with me. One of it has to do with this guy, and another one has to do with another guy. And the other other guy was the the drama fest from last night. Okay, well let's let's we, st- we let's can leave stick, him live for stick now. Stick to the boyfriend, yeah. For now. So so um I'm going to go see him actually this afternoon and maybe find out if I have a boyfriend or not. 
Okay. Because like basically we came, we had planned to come back at the same time thinking that we were going to, well, really honestly, him thinking that we were going to take this trip together and me thinking that this was a perfect time for him to use his support system to lean on and for me to end it and, and get on with my life because I've been getting really uncomfortable. Right. And I don't think things will change. Like I just, you know, like the, with the example that I gave you before, I just, I don't, I don't think he's guidable. Not right now. Not just, by I mean, me. Yeah. I mean, it's and not that it's wrong. It's just not a match. I mean, and it's you. I kind of thought this for a while, but I was like, hey, if they make it work, they make it work. You were hopeful right. for a while. I remember you brought him the Burning Man and, you and know, he, he fucking was, loved it. Yeah. And it like went well. And I like, like cool. he like let me be naked and that was fine. And like he thought he was going to have a real hard time with that. So with him, it's always been like, yeah, man. It's like since, since he's so cl- it would be easier if he was like super against like if he had like freaked out you being yeah. naked at Burning Man. Yeah. It would have been easier to cut off. But because he's still like in this like, oh, like you, you're almost like kind of grasping at some things where you're like, oh, no, this could totally. And it's he not. keeps giving me like pearls of hope and he's yes. doing it on purpose. Because every time I try to break up with him, he's like, I'll try harder. And I'm like, I, I don't every, every want you, you to try, try to harder. Break to break like... up with him, he sticks it in your ass. Is that like a... <laughs> he's like, okay, I'm trying. <laughs> See, this that is would, different. That would be awesome. He, he did. He, I No, I like tried breaking up with him once and he flogged me and it was great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, maybe if, if you... Every... I, but I don't like playing these games. You don't like the game? No. Okay. I don't want to play. I don't want to play games. Just devil's advocate. I, do you... You don't think that maybe that could become a, a you could maybe sexualize that in your head of like oh I could I game? could but it makes him really really sad okay. and it makes me really really sad to like it has to be real like he has he, to really think I'm leaving right so he's like crying while he's flogging yeah you. yeah he's just like crying with a heart on while flogging you like it was it was weird okay um but so like you've been hopeful at times over the past like you know ten months right you said. Oh, we've been together for for a year, but yeah, yeah but the whole exclusivity and oh, like yeah, being like, together, like eight months, ten months, yeah, yeah. like that. I forget. So, I think like Valentine's Day last year was the exclusivity thing. Right, 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 right before the the bukkake. Right before the uh, bukkake. <laughs> so and and now you're pretty much ready to end it. I mean, I am because because I don't see it going anywhere good, especially not for me. Okay. Like for some reason he is even though I'm like a cranky ass intern and I come home and like fall into bed and fall asleep and like don't want him to do anything. I'm just like, he, you know, he's still really happy and is like, I love coming home to you. This is so great. I'm just like, I, what? I don't understand, but okay. So like he's getting stuff out of it and I'm not, mm. and I'm, I'm not putting in a whole lot and I feel shitty about that. Cause like I've been married. I was really a very good wife. i you know, I know how to, I know how to fucking set up house and take care of a guy like and do all that stuff. You know, I know, I know how to play that role. It's just not a role that I'm interested in playing right now. And so I feel really shitty about it, but I feel really uncomfortable because I don't want to give him those things. And I don't know if it's because it's him or it's because I just got divorced and I don't want to give anyone those things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I used to really love like playing house and all that stuff. And it's just, part of it's just that i have a fucking stressful job do you think that part, you know do you think you just maybe how long I, I forgot when when was the divorce two years like two years ago okay so do you think maybe you just haven't really gotten a chance to you know you started getting into the poly scene for like you know about half a year do you think maybe you just didn't get enough exploration and self-discovery oh, yes yet? yes and that's, and that's like, what i've been telling him is 
I foresee, like I see in my life another period, like a long period, not years and years, but you know, right. a substantial amount of time where I'm single. If, if we go on in this vein, you and I, we're, there's, that time is not going to exist. There's going to be no organic place for me to have that time unless I leave. Or unless you allow me to like take those times that I need. Right. Which and, wasn't going to happen. And I've, I've proposed it a million different ways. Right. I was like, I can go back to New York. We can don't ask, don't tell. And then we can come back home. We can go to New York, try a threesome, spend the rest of the time doing whatever. You know, I can bring like, you to a party. We don't have to play with anyone else and just each other. Uh, and like, he would do, he would do that. And nah, he would, do. but he would be, it would be that same damn thing over. Like, I just know that it would. Yeah. Where, you know, people will like approach me and I'll have to be like, it, it frustrates me to have to put up a giant barrier when, my my friends in the scene, you know, know me to be, be very, like, I have an understanding with a lot of people where we can be intimate and very close, you know, physically like you can close. And bring like, them breakfast in bed and bang them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, so, like, <laughs> if I take him to a party, it'll be like a bunch of people hugging and touching me with intent, you know, even, and it will be charged in that way, even, even if we're just going to play with each other. And I'm going to be like, you know, having to say like no and no and no and no all the yeah, time and like yes, okay, Sarah, we get it. You're hot and everyone wants to fuck you. I understand. Okay, stop bragging. I'm not. <laughs> I swear. Um, no, it's just it just it just really sucks because I feel like we're like a fish and a turtle or something, and 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 we really like each other, and, and I keep swimming up and like poking him in the shell, and it's not working. It's the weirdest analogy I've ever heard. I don't know. I've never heard that one. The fish and turtle. It's, it's it, it feels like interspecies is sort it, of relationship sometimes. Is this like one of like a small chapter of like Aesop's Fables I missed? I don't know. No, I just made it up. Okay. Well, I know it's it's been interesting like hearing you and talking to you throughout the year. It's not like we talk like every day or anything, but you know we do like a decent amount of check ins. Yeah. Over the past like eight to ten months, and like you know it's interesting like everything. I've wa- kind of like watched through text message basically how it's and then a few like tearful phone calls like how things have kind of changed like you know there's super hopeful things are good things are great okay I'm feeling antsy hey well it's only like a f- you know eight more months okay Burning Man was great okay oh I gotta get out of this ah! <laughs> yeah and I'm I'm kind of in that in that place of of ah right now. So now what? What's like? What's the? I mean, logistically, like what's well, what's happening now? So now, so basically, when we came home, I was like, he's I, wait. So is he down? He's here. Oh, yeah. He's, oh. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. Okay. I did so not. We realize. like flew here, packed up, flew here together, and everything. Packed up. Like to come here. Okay. Okay. For like a week and a half. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we hadn't made any plans because we were kind of in talks about what we were going to do and neither of us could figure it out. And so, technically, uh, so he wanted to make your- all these plans together. No, I said, oh. I said it's over. And now he's like texting me being like, I still want to work something out. Like, let's oh. talk. Like I'll, you know, he's doing his thing again where he's like, I'll be more this or that or like open or I'll wear the mask. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't want the mask. I want it to be real. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, want, I meant leather mask, but yes, there's the metaphorical mask too. Yeah. Um, it's like, I, I want somebody to fucking guide me through some of this stuff. You know, I you talk a lot about partners with experience versus not experience. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel seasoned enough to be the, the Sherpa here. 
you mm-hmm. know, uh, and that's that's the role I would be taking. Yeah, is the role of of, of educator of and guide, stripper. and I I can't. It's again, I can't, and I don't want to. So this is like a raw, fresh breakup. I mean, like, how do how do you feel? Like, what's? I mean, I feel really, really terrible for hurting him. You know, my plan when I go home is there's like a bunch of cool burner communal areas and stuff. I'm going to try to just like grab a cheap room and hang out there. And, you know, we still have this lease to deal with. He's been being a little frustrating about like, I want to break it early. He doesn't, you know, so financially it's going to be. I mean, like if he holds on to that lease, you could still come back. Right, right, right. So if you guys break that lease, it's done. There's no, there's no new lease. No, no. And and also for him, like he this job that he moved down there for, he really doesn't like the group that he's in. So he's probably going to come back here eventually, or yeah. New, New Jersey, New York. It's where he's from. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and I I was hoping that he would like Atlanta because like he was living with his parents before this, and mm-hmm. you know I kind of felt good about like motivating him to get out of the house and like have his first own real place, which right. I think has been a positive experience for him. But I'm kind of bummed that he like he doesn't like the city any more than I do. Mm-hmm. So, but that's okay though because he can he can come back here and you can stay down there and well I I can I have to yeah. I, <laughs> I have no fucking choice. But um, yeah. match is a bitch, guys. But mm. uh, yeah, so you know I think I I have confidence that he's gonna you know he's gonna land on his feet somewhere. When did you like emotionally realize this was just done? Like I mean, when was for the, the first... for the last month I've been fighting it really hard. And like I just didn't I don't I don't know. It, it takes I I didn't have the energy to plan like a walk out. So I was still there, so it's like I, I couldn't really break up with him. There was no there was no ending point. There was nowhere for me to go. I still had to get up and go to work 6 days a week. Mm. You know, and he still had to, I, I respect him. I didn't want to leave him in like emotional, like total destitution when he needs to work and like get his shit done. So I figured, you know, and he doesn't have any friends there and neither do I. Mm -hmm. So like, I figured, you know, (laughs) if we break up when he's coming here, at least like we both have our support systems on hand, he can figure his shit out and Um, get the love that he needs. And then we're going to go back and, I mean, I'm going to move out. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that's going to work is like me physically packing up and going some like taking myself somewhere else. Yeah. Because I can't. I'm sure he'll be like, oh, I'll just sleep on the couch because he's. No, it's got to it's gotta be a, a it's got to be a cut. No. And I, you know, and I've said to him, Dan, if you guys are sleeping under the same roof, it could still work out. Yeah. As long as there's a lease, you could still always could always come back. I could, I could. Right. And, and, and if I move out, the only way for it to work is, you know, I told him, I was like, look, a year ago, I gave it to you on your terms. You asked me for exactly what you wanted and I gave it to you. Yeah. Wholly, in, in total. You know, I just, I just said yes. I didn't put conditions on it. I wasn't like, oh, I'll be kind of monogamous or we'll work towards it or I'll take steps. I just said, okay. You know, and I understand why it's harder to do that with Polly, but I end up feeling a little like, victim shamed like i'm hurting too you know i'm losing too and it's it's i'm yes i'm the one ending it but it's like i i want him to do it my way why is that not valid like 
Well, really, neither of them are valid because you two just don't seem like you should be together. You, you right. Know, he can't be polyamorous, and you seem to be really in. That's your thing, and, and or like can't, right, it's right not really now, work. it's yeah. like I don't know where I'm gonna land. I just I haven't gotten to explore it, and I'm yeah. not, I don't want a boyfriend right now, I, or like a I live-in, you know, whatever, serious, whatever we want to call it. Well, now, well, but let's just clarify for a moment because again like difference between just like being single and just being an ethical slut uh and and being polyamorous is that you know one is like in theory could be having just multiple boyfriends right Mm -hmm. but you're like i don't even want any romantic attachments or what i don't i I want i i want like i identify people as lovers right okay so people who like you who i'm emotionally connected to and Mm -hmm. also have sex with but I don't feel like we have an obligation to each other. Right. What's like a, the difference then between like a lover and a boyfriend or girlfriend for you? Uh, the, a the sense of responsibility right. to me, like that that you have you have some kind of agreement of of where you stand in each other's lives, mm-hmm. and like there's like like basically like if you didn't call me for a month, I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, you you haven't broken an, an agreement that we have. Right. I wouldn't be upset with you or disappointed. I would be like confused. Maybe I'd be like, "You, you, you okay, yeah. man? Like, you know, you didn't like jump off a cliff or something, did you?" But you know, I wouldn't feel. Well, with the hurt. amount of times I tweet, there's no question of whether or not you know that if I if I jumped off a cliff, I'd be live tweeting it. I, right, it would right. be you'd have updates until like the moment before. That's fun. <laughs> Um, I have a draft ready. I'm jumping. I'm falling. I'm now at 26.5 miles per hour. And click. Uh, <laughs> Shatter. Um, uh, and then I would just do. You know how I'd end it. You know how I'd end it all. Oh. If, I ended, if I jumped off a cliff, then things. And I was live tweeting it. I would. Uh, the last tweet would say and dot dot dot. I'd leave it on the cliffhanger. Oh. 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 The cliffhanger. Hey. Oh. <laughs> no, uh, sorry. Okay. Hey. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so th- yeah. So you you prefer like the lovers? Which, by the way, can I just say the term lover? Uh, I really think is making a comeback. I think it's making a huge. Yeah. It's made a huge comeback. It's been a while since the '60s when that was like the norm, and now I remember. I, 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 I'm, yeah. That and that's honestly <laughs> that's always how I've been when I've been the most sexually comfortable is when that's my arrangement. Mm-hmm. Is is that I have friends that I fuck mm-hmm. and we get to explore and and that's that's what I'm the most comfortable with right now. Do I see myself being fifty and still, you know, wanting to like fool around with a whole bunch of different people and and do a lot of exploring? Like I don't know. I might be maybe I might I might maybe maybe a hot bangins orgy like going fifty year old. Yeah. I have friends like that, but <laughs> but but. You know, I also really enjoyed being married when I was married and my husband wasn't being a douche face. You know, like I liked the construct a lot. Um, I like coming home to someone. I I like cooking and making home for someone. You know, I like sewing on buttons and like all of that very domestic, very intimate stuff. And I think that that is part of what having you know, a real romantic relationship is. And when I say real, I don't mean whatever, like sub- substantial. Yeah. Not like, you know, uh, having a lover isn't like a real thing, but, that, right. you know, there's something more. The, the thing that's the next, the thing that's the next level after you have a lover is, yeah. is, is someone that you would potentially like set up home with. And, oh, you know what, what in poly language would probably be like a primary. Sure. Yeah. 
and then, you know, having other boyfriends or other lovers. And to me, like, I don't know that I've really experienced true poly falling in love with multiple people at the same time, mm. kind of with this, with this other guy, but he's been so confusing that I, if he would, if he would stay still, then that's what it would be. Mm. That's how I would feel. But neither of them is really okay with that. Um, but, yeah. but it's more comfortable for me to have in my head for me to have like a primary and then lovers, lovers on the side. Yeah. Who are, who are friends of mine. Yeah. Who I get close, jolly with. Not, yeah. They're not. Yeah. It's not like a mindless, like, Oh, this is just like a dude. I fuck everyone's like, this is like, you know, it's someone who like you are close with. Mm-hmm. Like that's the difference between like some like booty call person and like, um, I, you know, like a lover, someone you are really into, someone you care about their life, and you also find sex with them awesome. Right. Like somebody who I would like go to their dad's funeral and and also we have sex, but I would but not. But not, not at the funeral. No, 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 no. Unless no. like they really were bereaved. and they Unless said, that's this, what they wanted, man. They, they were like, listen, it, I need this. I'm all about service. <laughs> <laughs> service with the smack. Um, um, oh, man, I want that. But... I want that. But it's like, you know, I want I want to give those very intimate things. But f- for me, a lot of my friends have always been men. Mm-hmm. And and I tend to have a very flirtatious relationship with my male friends. And that's com- it's comfortable for me. It works for me. It works for them most of the time, you know. So I don't see what's I don't see what's wrong with that. And I don't I don't see that desire leaving my life, you know, any anytime soon. Yeah. So I, I could see myself being 50 and like having a rocker on the front porch with one person. And then like, you know, I go around the corner to like my, my good buddy's house every couple of weeks and, you know, do ridiculous things to them and yeah. then come back home. Mm, that's sweet. But that is not what he wants. Yeah. And I've offered it to him a million different ways. And I don't know what else no, to it's say. Sometimes you just got to do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? This, this time I was just like, I'm leaving. If you want to be my lover awesome i'm gonna be living over here in this house and you can come and booty call me and that's fine okay so so that if can he, still happen uh, i you don't, don't now, care now and now but, if but he cries every time it happens i'm not gonna let him do yeah, it but, anymore well, but that's the thing like i don't know are you really gonna know that he's going home sad because like i don't know he could be like me where it's like you know if you have this lover who you are just really in love with and you really want to be more than that but you settle for less. I mean, because this is something I've done mm, a lot. This is kind of mm-hmm. this has been my mo for years, and partially why I'm still single is that you know I fall in love with someone. They just want to fuck, or just or they just not even. It's not always that coarse or callous. Right. I don't know if either of those adjectives work there, but I did too. Hopefully, one of them sticks. Uh, I I was like, okay, some of them want to just like you said, be a lover, like be a really close friend. And have sex and hang out, but they didn't want that um, responsibility to another person. Right. So I was settling for less by being like, okay, I'll just fuck you. Yeah, and totally uh, that's something yeah. he would and do. So, and, and so like I will come home and you know watch some movie and cry it out through that. Uh, but they don't know that because I'm not necessarily telling them right away. Right, right. And I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's, that's a may- totally irresponsible may- thought and maybe- I shouldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, because it's not like you. It's not like this is three years later where he's like, "Hey, like you, he's maybe over it and he's like horny, and you guys are in the same city." This is he's still in love with you, still wants you yeah. for himself. Like, don't torture the poor boy by being like, yeah. "Hey, listen, if you want to bang me, you uh-huh. can come over, over but 
don't you know i mean then, it'll it'll probably happen at least once but let's not let's let's be honest right right because because i still love him and and that, if he asked me to come over and cuddle like i want him to do that anyway so right like, it's hard it's it, hard for me to keep telling him no even though i should yeah yeah it's hard but it's maybe if sometimes you just gotta fucking stay the course and then and then you can always do the cuddles um later like once some yeah. time has passed no, I know because it's an interesting position idea. you're in. Because it's not like you don't love them anymore. You do love them, and so that's a weird place, you know, to be. But yeah, don't torture the poor boy. Because like again, if he's like me, he might go home and really hide it. Because for me, you know, when I was like seeing Natanya, like that was like that. That's the not the I don't want to call her the villain in my love, no, but I my know love who life. she is anyway. It's you know. I really was like, okay, to, I wanted to grasp on the whatever she would allow me to have. And if, ha- you know, being her lover and never being allowed to go out to dinner in, in public and not being able to really like say certain intimate things. I think she and just basi- sounds like a scary femdom who took over your life. But uh, okay. You know, but at least if only she were a femdom, that could at least, at least the sex would have been, you know, because it was funny there was the, the sex wasn't even really good. That's the thing with with her. Uh, the sex wasn't that good. I thought I was being mature for the first time in my life and saying, "Well, I want to like make let's like work on these. Let's be mature, and we're going to work on these other things and figure out the sex later because sex isn't always the most important thing." Um, but really, it was just like none of it's working. Why am I right. going for this? But you know, it was like I settled for less, and I would go over, and then I would go home really sad and disappointed that she wasn't my girlfriend mm-hmm. and that there wasn't a mutual love there, and. So yeah, would she let me come over at any time to like go fuck her? Sure, but that's you know, it's not nice. It's, not, ni- what, it's at, not what you needed. At anyway. some point, it be it it becomes not nice to let him do that, right? No, as it's much just, as it's both of you may want to, but that's not going to help him move on. And I I think I think that even moving in together may have been that, you know, even yeah, even but like at I least was... you went into it with the intention of like this could be at least like an experiment to see if this works, right? And, and I was genuinely trying. Yeah, I yeah, did. yeah. You did. I, did. I, I remember gave it a really hard. You didn't. Shot. You didn't cheat. No, no. See, it's like you know, yeah. I don't know. At least let some time pass before you fuck him again. Yeah, but don't um, don't torture the I, I might when we're moving out, but huh? <laughs> I said I might when we're moving out, but then I'll stop torturing him. That's fair. Yeah, you gotta. Can I, can, give, I have, can I? Can I still have breakup sex? Because oh, absolutely, you can have breakup we, we sex. We kind of broke up in the airport, and and right, and also like give the give the guy something to go for. Oh wait, I gotta tell you the the ridiculous drama of the airport. So this okay. is, it's like a great breakup story. Okay, breakup story, guys. Okay, right. An exclusive. It's it's a really good uh, one. New York so, Post might pick this up. So we uh we like packed up and like literally even like leaving the apartment, we just had no idea what this trip was gonna be like and. You know, he's still asking me like, "What? What is this? What are we doing?" And I'm like, "I, I, uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is. I'll just, just let me get on the fucking plane." And so we're running late um, for the flight because we were having we were having many feels at home. Um, and I was like, "We really just need to get on the damn plane." And so we're running late, and we get out of security, and immediately there's this woman who's passed out in a wheelchair. Um, a whole bunch of very concerned-looking non-medical professionals are like gathered around trying to help, and she looks like she's in a really bad way. Right. So I'm like, okay, I just like drop everything, run over, and I'm like, 
dude, I'm a doctor. Like, what's going on? Ask her a bunch of questions. Like, determine that she's not, in fact, dying, but that there's no medical person there. So I'm, like, obligated to stay, essentially, until somebody comes who can do something if something horrible happens. Um, And so I'm, like, telling telling my guy, I'm, like, dude, get on the plane. I'm going to miss the flight, and and I'm a doctor, and I'm helping someone, so they're going to comp me. But you're just standing here. Don't just, don't just, I'm fine. Don't just so stand here. So this like on the plane. not dying old woman was kind of like your breakup angel. Yeah. Oh, this, this is a, a young, a young African American lady who was oh. like about to vomit up blood or something. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, it was, it was very sad actually. But yeah, she was my breakup angel. So I'm like, get on the plane. And he's like, no, I will not get on the plane. I'm, I'm staying here with you. And I'm like, okay. At a certain point, I just fucking gave up. I was like, this is, you are going to chivalry yourself to death and that is fine, fine. You know what? If you owe the airline $500, I don't care anymore. Um, And that's kind of how he is, you know, is like chivalrous to the point of his own destruction. So, of course, we missed the flight. And so, and they, first of all, my, my ticket, my dad got mine and he's like a stupid frequent flyer angel because he's a consultant. And so they just like, fix my ticket immediately um also you're like may have saved a life right there i feel like they're like be like you know let's throw her a bone yeah yeah pretty she may much. Have prevented a lawsuit so <laughs> so one way or another my my ticket is is instantly fixed so i'm on the next flight no matter what i have a seat it's got a name it, it doesn't have another person in it as far as i know you know that kind of thing so alex is stuck on standby okay and is that how you guys break up and so I get on the plane and I don't know whether he's going to get on the plane or not. Mm-hmm. Like to the moment we take off and then like I see him get on like just at the very, very last minute. So it's just like, okay, at least he gets to go home. So we had this like just exceedingly awkward goodbye in the airport with my dad was like picking me up and he was like, Asking asking Alex if he needs a ride home, and I'm just like, like oh, that. We kind of no, no. He knew, he knew, he knew. But he's just like a nice person, and 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 cares about him, and like he has a really good relationship with my parents. Okay, and so it was just really like awkward and sad and weird, and we haven't really we haven't talked since then, which was then being like five days ago or four days ago. Wow, this is like the day before New Year's. So this is yeah, craziness. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you guys like hash this out in the least painful way possible, but it's gonna <laughs> not be fun. I get it. No. And um, wow. Well, let's let's try to end on more uplifting things. Okay. It's a new year. Yes. It's a new Thank you. God for that. It's a new you. Yes. Um, do you have any goals for 2015 in the? Uh, and you could say if it's other things. Fuck it. Like who? We we can talk about things that don't include cocks and balls. Um, we can. Okay. I didn't know. Do that. you have any uh, goals for 2015? Is even mm-hmm. in the dating and relationships and sex category. So I think I think my go- my goal for this year is to learn more about myself before I go jumping into anything. Okay. And that that applies to my career and my love life and like all other things i just i just need to i need to figure out you know and Bur- burning man has taught me a lot about this because of all of the like self-reliant mm. radical self-reliance bidness <sighs> um but 
you know, just learning, learning what it is that my needs are and how to get them met. Because mm-hmm. I still don't know that. I don't know what I want to ask for. I don't know what I'm asking the universe for or people for. And that just confuses the fuck out of everyone. So I, yeah, I'll say that as as someone uh, next to you in in your nakedness, I'm like, uh, what do I do? Well, uh, <sighs> it's it's simple today. Oh, <laughs> uh, what 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 is it today? Uh, today today is do whatever you want. Oh, okay. <laughs> do what you feel. Do what I feel. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, I can handle that. Okay, mm-hmm. so. So yeah, that's that's my thing is to to figure my shit out before I turn thirty and have to be like. A, How old are you? Are you 29? twenty? I'm turning twenty eight. Okay. Like on a week from now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a good it's a good time to to figure that out. I think. When you're as like sexually uh, accomplished as you are, do at some point do you stop having any sort of like like sex bucket list like no. bucket list stuff? No. No, and I, I, I have some. We can talk about it off, off, off. Oh, uh, oh you don't want to say off thing, but no, no, no. I just, I have some, some notable stuff that I haven't done oh, that I would like oh, to come do. On, come on, share, yeah? share. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, well, okay. Come on, this is the man whore podcast. They just listen to lovey dovey things. Ah, uh, stop. Mm. No, you <laughs> the, can. No, no, you can. You can do that. The, uh, the the Bukaki Social Club is definitely a, a bucket list. Um, I don't know. I've never, I've never really gotten to do a scene scene. So, because I've just never been, I've never been uh, with with people who like I wasn't in in poly long enough to like get a whole thing arranged and actually carry it out. And I would like to do that. What a thing? What do you mean? A like thing? a like a proper scene, you know, where everything is kind of either BDSM like, or otherwise. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, it for people who, like if you just say scene, they sorry. think you're talking Shakespeare. So like a sexual play scene that's pre Hamlet but naked, pre pre negotiated, and you have like a role in it. And you're acting out someone else's or your own, you know, interests in that in that moment. So I like to I'd like to do that. Mm-hmm. I've gotten requests from some of my freakier friends to do really freaky like medical play stuff to them, which I would totally do. We've been uh, medical play has now come up at, at once, if not twice, on this show now. Uh, Lady Zombie, who's a professional <laughs> dominatrix, she was like talking about how she likes to do like light slices and things. I was. So it's sounding, eh, sounding. Ah, oh, why did yeah. I, I say it? Why did I say it? I knew that would be my reaction. Um, <laughs> he's now he's now got his hand like in the you know covering. protection position. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just covering my pee hole. That's all. Oh, just the pee hole, just yeah. the tip. Um, um, yeah, that that uh, that's not really my thing. But like as I said, I'm I'm into service, so I like doing what other people like. And if what other people like happens to be like freaky medical shit, I'm good at that. Especially, That's what I do. Yeah, especially like you probably have some access to uh, some medical. Oh, I, like yeah. I had I had a friend. I have a friend who wants me to like suture them to something. And stop it! Like, is, is that a sexual thing or just like their own? I, I don't know. We haven't fully explored what, it yet. What, it just came what up. What do they want you to suture you to them to? Like either you know how people get those piercings with like corsets down their back, right, right, right. Like either do one of those, but with with like a needle and thread. Yeah, like the medical ones, like the ones that you get right. stitches with. Right. No, um, no. I thought you meant like you or want- or like put them like in a restraint position, like restrain them to something, but by suturing them to it, like like a bed or a chair. So like the the rope. Like I would be sewing a person to a chair. But like not, it's not into the chair because you can't like put the needle into the chair. Yes, but I can. What? Yeah, 
If I can sew one side of you to the other side of you, I can sew one side of you to a chair. No, but I mean, like, are you? It's the needle's not going into the chair, right? It's like you're like almost like it's going around the chair. No, 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 no. One stitch here, one stitch on the chair. Yeah, I didn't know you could like stitch into a. Oh wow. Totally. And then, then you just what? Like you just cut them loose at some point? Yeah. Wow. Which which is is not something that would like turn me on in and I didn't of itself. even know that was a thing. And neither did I. The most I knew is I knew about the people who like to be suspended like fish hooks. Yeah. I, I saw that HBO thing. Um I saw, oh, that's on a bucket list. I still want to go to suspension. I've been invited to what suspension, suspension a million times and I cannot go. What is suspension? Oh, it's a uh rope bondage party that happens in New York like every month. Is it like people with fish hooks hanging or uh no. It's, no. it's it's just like a bondage. Like thing. people will be tied up and hoisted up on into onto the ceiling, but okay. not like hooks in their flesh. It's not like hardcore hardcore. Right, because you want to be. It's like it's shibari, basically. Right. I remember you. You're the one who um, told me what shibari was. Yeah. Uh, which is like, guys, if you don't know, I mean, you can Google it. Maybe not at work, but it's just like a don't type. Google of, it at work. It's a way to like. I mean, you can explain if I'm saying it wrong, but like you, you're tying rope around the person in a very certain fashion. I think it, yeah. that's one like the one where it's like tying the boobs really tight. Is that? It's oh well, there, there's a, it's a whole practice. It's right. like origami with rope. Okay, on naked people. On naked people. Yeah. yeah. So basically, you're you're um, creating different restraint holds or different designs on the body. So some of it's focused on like creating creating like a garment snuggle cast snuggle cast. Um, so like some people will create like a a halter or ah. <laughs> Um, or like a corset or, you know, like a harness or something. So <laughs> actually one, one Hacienda, no, no. Last New Year's I was at a party where, um, someone tied up this really tiny Asian girl with like a harness, like a, a pelvic harness and a chest harness. And Leon picked her up by the harnesses and was just swinging her around huh. his head like this. Like ridiculous, but she's got away like 80 pounds. <clears throat> there was a thing at like two Haciendas ago. Oh, are we the the leather the leather you, Chinese you, finger? Is that what? It, do you know what that is? Yes. What's it called? It's a. I don't know. I don't know. That's like, what I'm trying to find out. What it's called? Oh, because it's basically for. Oh, so if um, I, I went to I went to a party, a sex party, uh, back in uh, back in October, and there was this like thing hanging from the ceiling, and it looked like a flaccid cage, <laughs> like a leather cage, and when someone would go in it. They would step up like onto a stool and then like step into it and it would momentarily look like a regular cage but with all leather straps. And then when you took the stool away, it would kind of drop and would tighten them. So on the top and the bottom, it was like really, really like narrow and it basically kind of like restrained their body in like a pencil position yeah. and people could kind of like reach through and, and grab them. Or spin them around. Or spin them around, yes. Which is really fun. But I didn't know what it was called, so I've just um, been calling it like a human Chinese finger trap. That's what I call it. I don't know what else to call it. Me either. But it was only at the one party. It wasn't at the other ones. Oh, they, they it's always it's always there. There's always they, something different the, there. The, boy, but, the boys have to like do a bunch of work to get it set up properly, and right, so right. sometimes they lays out. Okay, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, Hacienda stories. Yeah, silly shit. It, that's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole. I may, I may have to come back to do have, to may, do regaling with that. You always be welcome to come back <laughs> for whatever reason. I can tell you all about the strange things that uh, my patients say to me. Um, 
which being an attractive young female doctor is always very amusing. Mm. I think my t- my top one was uh, I had a, a guy who was paraplegic who I was like really good friends with and he'd been in the hospital for fucking ever. And we would just fool around and like joke with each other all the time. He had a really like ridiculous sense of humor and so did I and whatever. So one day he was really frustrated and I wanted him to, I wanted him to work with his physical therapist and he was like, I'm tired. And I was like, you better, you better do that or else I'm going to get really mad at you. And he's like, you're feisty today. And I was like, damn right. I'm feisty today. Work with your physical therapist. And he goes, I'm going to spank you. And, and you're like, with what arms? Well, he, he can move his arms, but, oh, okay. but I looked him right in the eye and I said, Oh, are you? And I stepped back from the bed. Ha. <laughs> just just a couple of paces and I, I just looked him in the eye and I was like okay spank me mm-hmm. let's go and then I like he was like oh, fuck and I was like and you should work with your physical therapist good night uh, mm, well so Sarah, we can we can leave it at that that's certainly yeah. more lighthearted. well Sarah I hope you have a, a much happier 2015 as you go through this oh, like surely difficult month or whatever amount of time ahead of you <laughs> And as you, you can always call me, you know that. Of course. Yeah, if you want to call crying again. <laughs> Last night, she again. called me calling. She calls me, I mean, did you call me crying twice? Yes. So I got a call crying. <laughs> then later, I got a call not crying. <laughs> and then it ended with another call crying. <laughs> it went from sad to like, hey, I'm coming over to, oh my God, Billy. I'm just like, I'm really, I can't. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but then. All in the span of like maybe like three hours yeah yeah no last night was very yeah very but anyway people it's been real well uh i'll try to say bye Mm, bye bye (laughs) man you know that's just a difficult place to be right you know what do you do um very interesting stuff uh thank uh, thanks to sarah for coming on to the show you had a really good time. The sex stuff aside, you know, I was happy to see her uh, regardless. She's been a, a fun friend to have over the past year. Uh, as usual, guys, I hope you are subscribed to the Man Whore Podcast over on iTunes or Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. I hope uh, I am in the My Shows section on your phone. So if you have a moment, if you could, you know, leave a rating or rev- a review you know, I always it's always helpful feedback for me to see and read what you guys are thinking about the show. Uh, and if you really want to help me out, you can share it with a friend. Get someone else hooked. Get them to catch the bug. Uh, please, uh, also, I would really love if people could show up uh, on Friday, January 23rd in Secaucus, New Jersey at the Blue Room Lounge. Uh, I think that's going to be a, an interesting show. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to dance to some hip-hop. And then I'm going to do some stand-up comedy. So uh, please, definitely come on out to that. And as always, uh, you can email me your comments, your questions, your queries, your boobies over to manhorpod at gmail.com. If you want to be more public about it, I am on Twitter at TheBillyPresita. Use the hashtag manhorpodcast. As always, everybody, I'm going to be here every Wednesday or whichever day you prefer uh, on your personal timeline to listen to this show. So as always... Hope to see you at the No Pants Subway ride this Sunday on the 11th. Until then, stay slutty.